So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 82. Might not be something you'd expect to hear, but part of having success in dating and relationships is you have to learn how to be alone. Now, when I went to my first year of college, uh, I was coming out of an all-boys school in high school. And going to college, I'd never had a girlfriend. And I really, really wanted one. And keep in mind, growing up, too, I had a working mom who also dated. So she wasn't home a heck of a lot. My sister was 10 years older and up and out of the house. So by the time I was in my early teens and through most of junior high and high school, I was home alone a lot. And I did things to try to feel less lonely, watch television, you know, have something on, play video games when those got started. And eventually, as I got to college, I I was tired of never having had a girlfriend, of being alone. I had my first crush in that first year, which I've talked about in some of the early, early episodes. But when it didn't work out because I wasn't ready. I had no practice. I didn't know how to be myself around someone I wanted that much. And because I was so afraid of staying alone and I wanted love and connection so desperately, I put too much pressure on it working and it didn't work. So after first year of college, I got really, really sad. I got depressed. Second year of college was all about me dealing with that sort of wasteland feeling of my fear of loneliness. And the choice that I eventually made that changed my life, that began the path that led me to being able to be in a happy, healthy marriage and relationship now, was instead of trying to avoid the loneliness, instead of doing the things I'd done growing up, the things I wanted to do to to disconnect from loneliness, instead of just chasing girls, instead of just drinking or playing video games or staying depressed, I began to build myself. I shifted the focus. I couldn't live being that desperately unhappy and feeling the pain of loneliness. You know, you can even feel lonely or the pain of isolation if you're in a partnership that's not good or healthy. But at that point in my life, I'd never even had that close, loving relationship. And I craved it so badly, and I felt just completely depressed, discouraged, like it had been ripped away and hopeless. So what did I do? 
Well, the summer after the second year of university. So first year of university, I had the crush. I was infatuated. I was hoping it would work. I'd found love at last, but it was fantasy love. It wasn't realistic. And I wasn't ready for it. So it failed. I wasn't even able to get the relationship started. So second year was depression. And then the summer after second year university, I didn't go home for that summer. I chose to stay. And I stayed and I subletted a friend's place and worked on myself. I began going to the the student center that gave free counseling. There was a clinical master's student in psychology that became my my therapist basically that summer. I began working out in earnest. I began reading books on self-development. I began reading about relationships. In every area, I began to focus on healing and self-improvement. But I did all of it while I was living completely on my own and trying to learn how to understand a way for it to feel less lonely, less painful than it had felt when I was growing up, when I was 13, 14, 15 years old. You know, the other thing that happened at that age was we had moved to a different area. I switched schools. None of my friends were anywhere near me. And we'd moved into a condominium building of all adults. So there were no kids my age. So when I came home at night, there was nobody around. It was complete and pure isolation, but it felt so bad. But I couldn't continue to associate the idea of me being alone with fear and pain and and emptiness, like something was missing. Because then I would put too much pressure on this this need, this, this desperate hope to look outside of myself, to please almost cure my loneliness for me. That's what had caused that deep depression because I had gone too high into the hoping that I'd found somebody, finally love, which is what led to that crash. Now, maybe you're further along than that. I remember this was early romantic experiences for me, but deep down, subconsciously, you may be experiencing your own version of this same unmet need, this fear that being alone is painful, is scary, is suffering, or that there's something missing, like there's an empty hole or a space. And it may relate to something in your past. For me, I chose to go into spending that summer alone. Now, a summer in college was four months, four months living completely on my own, not on a floor in a dorm with other people to interact with daily. I would wake up my own, I'd go through the day on my own. I'd go to sleep on my own. What I learned to do was go in to being alone and to change my relationship with it so it wasn't something sad, depressing, isolating. It wasn't loneliness. It was self-connection. I began to learn how to hear my own feelings and needs. I learned how to start taking care of every part of myself emotionally, spiritually, physically. What I really began to learn, dear listener, and by the way, I'm so grateful for you listening and joining me in sharing things that were really big turning points in my life's journey with relationships because I share them hoping that they can help you. 
Because that was the turning point for me where I began to understand, began to experience, I began to know what it felt like to spend time with myself. I didn't look at it as this negative thing of being alone. It was a positive experience of time with myself, time feeding myself, reading things that fed my mind and, and I was interested in. If I wanted to read a book on French poetry, I could do it. If I wanted to write, because that was one of my creative outlets growing up, I could write. I could write poetry, short stories. I journaled every day, not because I was being told to, but it just felt like something I was doing to connect more deeply with myself. I was building myself in everything that maybe you can now recognize would be the nine environments without me even realizing it or knowing what those nine environments were. I just knew I needed to go deeper into that being with myself as opposed to running away from it, avoiding it, or fighting it and hating it. I had to learn to love it. Learning to love being alone. Which, again, I would encourage all of you to consider being with myself. Because coming out of that summer, I felt different. That anxiousness, that that restless thing deep down, feeling like uh, I was unloved or I was going to be abandoned or maybe I wouldn't find someone, maybe no one was interested in me, maybe I wasn't good enough. That core thing had shifted. Now, I still had a lot more growth to do over the years. Each stage we grow, we make progress, right? So now I'd made enough progress where I was starting to be able to, to meet women, to go on dates. It did lead within that next year to my first girlfriend. But not by looking outward, not by obsessing about girls, women, and figuring them out. By turning within. And yes, part of it was also learning and understanding the skills of meeting people, relationships, how women thought, what women's needs were, what what women wanted, but also what I needed, what I thought, what I wanted. It's really going within before you start going out. Those four months with myself were absolutely pivotal. That's not the same as saying, yeah, I just need some me time. I don't want to be around men or I don't want to date. I would have been open to it if a neighbor during that time had been a friendly girl, you know, but my focus wasn't chasing. I wasn't a dog chasing a ball. I wasn't looking for the solution outside of myself for that unfulfilled thing inside myself. Today's secret, which changed my life, was beginning to focus on how to really embrace being alone in a positive way. You don't have to avoid people, but you do have to commit to loving the time you spend with yourself.